he's probably the greatest college football ambassador that college mm. football has had, um, certainly in the last 20, 30 years. Um, and he he is a presence that will be missed in yeah. the sport of college uh, football. Welcome to the Speakeasy Sports Show. Time to pull up a seat, pour a glass, and talk some ball. Here's your hosts, Daniel and John. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Speakeasy Sports Show, college sports and high spirits. He is John. I am Daniel. And we have got some bombshell breaking news tonight. John, how are you this evening? Um, Daniel, it, it, it is, uh, it's been a day of like, you, you know where you were when the announcement came down. Right. I mean, I think you people have those events throughout their life and we have one of them today. Yeah, I see you're wearing black um, just to (laughs) joining all the Alabama fans who are rightfully in mourning as the greatest college football coach that we have ever seen. Maybe that we will ever see uh, retires today. Nick Saban at the age of 72 decides to hang it up um, after coming up short in the college football playoff this year. Um, I, it's a weird news, which by, by the way, everybody who's here, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Subscribe to this channel. If you want to help out the show, if you, if you've, if you found us, if you, this is your, you've been watching, uh, or if you just found us and you want to do something to help us out, subscribe to this channel would be the best thing that you could possibly do, uh, on YouTube that helps us out a tremendous amount. Thank you to everyone who's done that. Um, uh, you know, John, like we've, I feel like all year there were these, there were these undercurrents, these rumors, like well, this might be Nick Saban's last year. People though, well, this, but you know, he might hang it up after this year, but mm-hmm. the later we got into the season, the more those things just went away, you oh, know? Yeah. And yeah. we spent so much time talking about what Jim Harbaugh was going <laughs> to do after the national championship game that I don't think anybody I could be wrong, but I don't think anybody was sitting on their phone thinking today, you know, I wonder if Nick Saban's going to retire today. And that's why it felt like such a where were you when you found out Nick Saban retired mm-hmm. moment because it really was a bombshell. And you don't get that many of those with the way that news breaks and leaks and sources and, you know, that that kind of stuff. But this one really kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think it it's... I think you're so used to seeing coaches um, ride off uh, into the sunset either after, you know, so it's like you've reached the pinnacle and, you know, there's this moment of like you've won the national championship or you've won, you know, whatever you're going to win and you ride yeah. off. Or the decline has happened and has gotten so bad that it's yeah. now time to there move on. Go. And Nick Saban, like it, it's – that's what it felt like early in the season. It felt like, you know, the loss to Texas. It felt like, you know, the – whatever was going on with the Alabama offense, 17 to three at, at mm-hmm. South Florida, it felt like it was going to be one of the, one of those kinds of years. And then all of a sudden he turns around and, and wins the SEC championship gets in the college football playoff loses in overtime to the eventual national champion. And you think like this guy looks like he has a lot left in the tank. He looks yeah. it's Nick Saban, right? Um, so I agree with you. I think that's why it felt like such a shock. And I also think, you know, um, it, it's, 
Alabama has been one of those things where – I don't know why we think this way, but I thought this way. Like, the guy's going to take a victory lap, right? Like, isn't he going to take his, like – Coach his K. Ret- yeah, his, his, his Coach, Coach K, K his left. retirement, his retirement tour. He's gonna, you know, uh uh do his have a year with it with the media knowing it's his last year and 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 being able to go out, you know, on that way. And um so this felt very much like a um yeah, it just felt if it, it, it definitely felt like it came out of nowhere. And um but one yes. thing we do know, and I think everybody, I mean, hopefully people know, I mean Nick Saban is not only the best uh the greatest college football coach of all time. He's also probably the greatest um, college football organizational CEO of all time. And so I don't think within the Alabama ranks, within within the circle of Nick Saban and Greg Byrne, I don't think he woke up, you know, after the, after that loss to Michigan and says, uh, I'm, "I'm probably going to pack it in." Um, I think this is probably something that that he's that he's planned and has known about for a while. Um, if I had to guess, yeah, and. Um... You know, just to add another greatest of all time to the to the list, because I mean, what the heck? Now's the time, really, to to talk about it. He's probably the greatest college football ambassador that college mm-hmm. football has had, um, certainly in the last 20, 30 years. Um, and he he is a presence that will be missed in yeah. the sport of college uh, football, and I'm so glad. And this is not intended to be, I'm sure, for all of our Duke subscribers and Duke listeners, I promise we'll talk very nice about you and Kyle Filipowski, you know, when we talk about <laughs> basketball. But I'm so glad he did not take a Coach K victory lap because there's never been a less Nick Saban thing than that, than, yeah. hey, everybody, look at me. Correct. And it Correct. was so hard and cringy to watch Coach K do that. And really feel like he cared more about everyone looking at him than he did. Now, obviously, Duke had a good basketball team in his yeah. last year and, and you know, whatever. But really felt like it was more about him. Nick Saban was never going to do that. And credit to him because it's not in his character. It's not who he is. That's not he, That's not what he wants. He wants to get attention because he wins and he is elite at his job. Correct. And that's exactly the reason that he got all of his attention, not because people were giving him sentimental roses, you know, on the 50 yard line before every, you know, before every game. And so credit to him for not doing that. Um, uh, John, when you think about Nick Saban's legacy Mm -hmm. in one minute, what what is it for you? Is it the championships? Is it what he's done? Like for the Alabama football program, is it all the guys in the NFL? Is it you know? Is it the consistency, the longevity? Like, what is the it's, legacy? It is. It, it's all the above. Um, I think you know. I think for me, it's the consistency. I just don't. You know, when people don't know, normal people, I'll say like myself. I don't think any of us knows what it takes to be the absolute best at what you do. No, no one, very few people ever reach the height that Nick Saban reached one time in their life. Correct. To be able to do that year after year after year, to be able to go through and have the number of turnover with coordinators and coaches and his coaching tree that he built and the players that he sent to the league and all those things and still come back 
and continue to win. Um, and for people to say, um, get to the point where, where it doesn't matter who you're, I mean, t- Nick Saban went to the college football playoff with Tommy Reese as his offensive coordinator. I mean, come on, you know, it's like to get to the point where it doesn't matter who is on the sideline with you, as long as you are on the sideline and as long as you are in practice and as long as you are in the meetings and as long as you are running the organization, um, everyone knows that, that you are going to win and you are going to be at the top of, um, of, of the sport. Um, to me, that's, that's it. It's 17 years, especially at Alabama consistency, but you know, the guy, I mean, 11 and one in sec championship games, the only SEC championship game that he lost at both Alabama and LSU was was uh, the 2008 uh, versus Florida. Um, the guy, you know, he's put uh, more first round picks in the NFL, 44 than games that he lost at Alabama. He lost 29 games. He put 44 first round picks in the league. Um, all of those accolades, all those stats are just they're just wild. But at the end of the day, it is that consistency, waking up, being able to do. The same thing over and over in a sport that has wildly changed in a sport that like, you know, you went from uh, you went from, you know, that run heavy, um, heavy front seven on the defensive line, winning the game in the trenches. Then he saw the game change and he said, I'm going to go out, hire Lane Kiffin to come and just retool my offense and I'm just going to go to this spread thing. Um, Then you had NIL and. He said, you know, warning everybody, hey, listen, like this is not what you want. And then what does he do? He continues to land number one recruiting classes in a totally yep. different recruiting uh, style. And so that consistency over, throughout the change is, is what's, what's the top for me. I can't believe the, the most unbelievable thing to me, you mentioned all the numbers and you could go over and over again, mm-hmm. but he was the best in his field at 72 years old. In a field that requires you to be desirable to 17 and 18-year-old kids. Yep. Like, <laughs> how? I mean, it just there's I no, mean, there's no, there's no reason that he should be able to go into a recruit's home and not be laughed out of there yeah. as, as just a, a, an out-of-touch old man. But he was he maintained his edge. He maintained, um, you, you know, the being the greatest, even, uh, you know, in, into his seventies. Unbelievable. All right, real quick, John. As we go, we'll probably talk about this more yeah. as the story unfolds. But yeah. early, early thoughts. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you Dan Lanning and Lane Kiffin, or the field. You can take. Every other person in America, yeah. or you could take Dan Lanning or Lane Kiffin to be the next head coach at Alabama. Who you got? Gosh, every part of me wants to take the field. Um, I I think it, I think it has. The, I I think Alabama. I think they have to go after one of those guys. I mean, Dan Lanning or, or Lane Kiffin. In my opinion, I what? Who knows what's going to happen? I think. Yeah, but I think I think it's I think it's Dan Lanning or Lane Kiffin. I think it's um, this feels like a bridge hire, and um, mm. and and I don't mean that in disrespectfully toward Dan Lanning or Lane Kiffin, but it feels like somebody that you that you need to hire that's going to be young, energetic, keep the fan base fired up, keep the recruiting super high. If they happen to you know not win as much as Nick Saban in their first few years. 
you know <laughs> spoiler you, alert spo- they will not they they will not um uh it's not like you know you're you're not you went out and got somebody who's going to have the personality to uh to kind of transition this program away from someone like Nick Saban so i think it's going to be one of those two guys yeah or bill belichick who 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 knows bill o'brien listen alabama fans you want somebody that knows the building <laughs> bill o'brien steady hand uh, what if he, uh, what if bill o'brien gets a job hires bill belichick as his defensive coordinator Can what we if bill o- settle on that what if bill o'brien gets the job after jalen milrow said bill o'brien wanted me to change positions <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see. Oh, <laughs> Can man. you imagine that first meeting between Jalen Milrow and John's Bill O'Brien? John's just here for the drama. He didn't I'm care about anything else. Just ready to eat popcorn. That's why you stay around, guys. That's why you don't only you, you keep listening. You'll get the drama. You'll get the you'll get the bourbon. Uh, yeah, fueled real talk. It's start, yeah, it's starting to it's starting to kick in. All right, mm-hmm. we got more to say about this situation. We'll be back with uh, more. But um, uh, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Um, Hit us up on Twitter, and um, we'll talk to you guys next time.